Hey you guys, it's Mimi with JB. This is episode 45. We literally forgot which episode it was last time. It was 44, clearly, because it's 45. Duh. Um, <laughs> just letting you guys know. We really don't have any updates, nothing like that. Um, we talked it over and we figured that we would actually take um, like a three to maybe six minute little what podcast i don't can you like, even call it a podcast a section i would just say like a listener appreciation yeah video. just to or, give out all the states and countries that we do have for everybody who is listening to us we appreciate everything we really do all right so let's go ahead and jump into episode 45 and this one is about johnny frank garrett um october 31st that's halloween right <laughs> 1981, 76-year-old sister Sadia uh, Benz was allegedly murdered by Johnny Frank Garrett. Sister Angela yeah. uh, Martinez became concerned because her sister I, I, I called her I referred to her for the rest of the story as Sister T because I didn't want to be disrespectful to her because I wasn't 100% sure on how to pronounce her name. Okay, so, so we'll were, call yeah. her Sister T. Yeah. Okay, so Sister Angela Martinez became concerned because Sister T rarely missed chapel. Uh, she saw her door closed and she thought that that was unusual. She was hard of hearing, so she always left the door cracked. When Sister Angela entered, she found Sister T on the floor, nude with her arms out her arms outstretched by her side. Sister Angela went into shock after seeing this. <clears throat> Which, I mean, can't go mad. No, I would be too. Um, because of the nun's belief, because the nun's belief she died from a fall, they cleaned up the spots of blood on the floor and wrapped her in a sheet. Oh, no, this is before the cops even got there? Yeah. <sighs> Um, when a broken window was discovered later in the day, they called the police. Wait a minute. When a broken window was discovered later in the day, that's when they called the police. So they just assumed because she fell, had a heart attack, whatever, whatever they believed, they just covered her up and left her there. And then later on, they see the broken window and they were like, huh, let me call. So yeah. hours passed. Yeah, I was confused by that because you think even regardless, you would have called somebody to at least you know, remove her body, but I don't know what happened. I like, like my pop ball had a stroke and my pop ball like if he had a heart like if something happened where he passed out, fell, whatever, even though I knew he was dead, my immediate I don't know why I'm using my pop ball just for an example, I guess because he had a stroke, whatever. Because it said that she was hard hearing from considering yeah. that she's like pretty old. Plus she's like seventy six, so hello. My mind just goes to old people. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anybody, if I even just seen them laying on the ground, like my brother accidentally stabbed himself in the head, and I'm like, oh my god, are you okay? And he was like, yeah. As soon as he went to the bathroom, he was like, oh my god, call mom. My first reaction was to call fucking 911, and I'm like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah, call mom. And I'm like, okay. So then I was like, okay, let me call mom first. We'll have them come down. They come down, which of course he was okay, but. Any normal human being calls 911. Yeah, because even if it was, you know, like she just had a hat, 
a heart attack because at the time that's what they did. She was so upset, you know, she was not, you know, she died. So, I, yeah, I don't understand why they didn't. Okay, but my other thing is. But I don't know, like, how, I don't know, situations like that. But they're nuns, correct? Correct. Okay. Why would, and this, I don't know shit about nuns, the way they live their lives, blah, blah, blah. I've only heard one story about a nun being like a little mistress type thing. I've only heard it once in my life. I don't, it was some, I was listening on some podcast. She was like sleeping with the pastor priest, whoever the guy was, like she was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, they, their main thing is always to stay covered, mm-hmm. even in bed when you go to sleep. Yeah, I don't so know. So if why, she was naked, I, why I did this not that night bring her? I don't stuff? know why that didn't raise a red flag. Because that should have been. They open. knew her well enough that if she was hard of hearing, she left the door open. You yeah. would know her well enough. And plus, uh-huh. why any woman is going to leave the the door cracked open if you sleep naked? Yeah, I don't know why that didn't raise a red flag. Um. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Here I go again. Just thinking too much of the story. Sorry. <laughs> um. They believe someone had broken. Clearly, um, the nuns didn't say anything at the time of the police to the police. They believed at the time she died from natural causes. Still, you think of anything here recently. I just had to um, go down to be an eyewitness to a, um, a car accident that happened. And the police literally questioned me on every freaking detail there was. And I felt stupid because the whole time I'm sitting there answering the cop, I'm like, I don't know. What color was it? It was red. Was it dark red? Was it light red? Was there any kind of bodywork? Oh my god. All, was it a Chevy? Was it a Ford? I I literally didn't look at anything like that. I literally just seen the guy rear-ending and the other guy was like, you good? And he was like, yeah, let's call the police. And he was like, I'm good. He hauled ass and I'm like, okay, I end up becoming a witness in the situation and the cops asked me like, well, what kind of car was it? Was it two-door? Was the porter? Yeah. Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> but in a situation where there's a dead body and you notice this, why wouldn't that come? Exactly. I mean, if, if the guy died, I think I'm pretty sure I, I would have focused on more details of the car. If the guy that hit him freaking died, because I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying this, this thing sounds kind of sketchy but it could just be them you know everybody acts different in certain situations so but yeah <laughs> some officers overheard them talking and started an investigation they found that sister c had been raped strangled and beaten 17 year old johnny frank garrett was seen running away from the convent 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 <laughs> on the night of the murder what the fuck is a convent Well, it's it's not something that we grew up with, so we don't really know, you know. So sorry for anybody who is knows or anything if we're you know we're wrong. I'm pretty sure again, write us and let us know. I'm pretty sure we're breaking that. Sorry. (laughs) It happens especially in my ass. Um okay, but there again, if if the sister has seen him running away from the thing, and then later on they find find her, you can't tell me none of them didn't talk amongst the situation. Um, Johnny, I don't believe it was the sisters who seen him because there it was a neighborhood, 
that lives across the street, so it could have been. Oh, so it went in like a actual big ass. I guess when I think of like the nine churches houses where they all live, go to church, they live their life and everything, it's like a big ass facility. So all you see is each other. You don't see basically. Yeah, I believe if I remember, I did the story a while ago. I, I believe that there was like there's like some other houses like across the street. Okay, so random people seen it. That's what I believe happened. That could be wrong. Oh nope. Okay, well I'm going with you on this one because Johnny lived across the street from there. He was arrested nine days later. At the trial, Police Sergeant uh, Walt Yerger 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 Yerger. How do you say that? I think it's Yergo. We're going to call him Walt. <laughs> said that he encountered the nun in a bedroom during a burglary. A burglary. He in- okay, so he was in the room with her when a robbery started happening? No, they're talking about Johnny. Johnny oh, okay. Johnny, Johnny came across, the saying that Johnny came across um, the sister while he was in the act of robbing them. Oh, okay. Um, he acted like she was, she acted like she was going to scream, so he covered her mouth. He started choking her until she passed out. Sergeant Walt, <laughs> um, also testified that Johnny told him, he said, Lord, the Lord's prayer while on top of the sister. Wow, how fucked up are you, dude? Um, sorry, Johnny. It's just, like, fucked up. Uh, Johnny said that he never made that statement. He told him that he burglarized the convent. Um, earlier in the day, entering through an unlocked front door, about 12 hours before the sister was attacked. And Johnny said that he took a small cross and left. Confession, the police are saying is a lie. Uh, Sister Bernice Nogler testified that testified the covenant was occupied at all times during the day, and she doubted anyone could have walked through walked through unnoticed. She also stated that the front door was kept locked. She said that he left finger or I'm sorry, they said that he left fingerprints and knives all over the covenant. Well, dude, if you didn't do it, where in the hell is your fingerprints on knives, bro? <laughs> they lifted fingerprints from the knife, um, the bed's headboard, and the cut window, in the cut window screen. Uh, Sister T, T's cause of death was manual strangulation, so he basically choked her to death. Correct. Um, he was convic- convicted of rape and murder of Sister T. Now, does it, I don't know why this is just something that I'm wondering, but did he happen to do sexual stuff to her before he killed her, while he killed her, or after he killed her? The only reason why I wonder, because, like, that mindset literally shows you what that type of fucking person is. I don't. The more shit that I read and listen to, it's like, if it was during or after, well, you were fucked up in the head. I, I, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who do that, and it's just like... I, I know, and that's why, like, in each case, it's always different, because there's a time and place when they try to do the shit, 
it literally shows how fucked up they literally are. Um, uh, Johnny was set to be executed in, I'm sorry, on January 6th, 1992, but he was given a reprieve by Governor Ann Richards. Uh, at the request of Pope John Paul II. Where does this take place? Oh, I don't know where this story takes place. I would say, if, I if think, this is in, think, like, America, think, how does the Pope have anything it happened, to do? Because of the type of religion it was, and it happened at a church. So the Pope from another country, let's just say that happens in America, the Pope from another country gets to stay in it? No. <laughs> just saying. Um, the Texas ah in Texas. Oh, okay. The Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles voted seventeen to zero to zero to keep the death sentence instead of having him service to life. So what are they saying? They rather him be put to death? Yeah, instead of yeah, instead bitch, of because of how nasty you fucking did to people. Sorry, not sorry, like. Sometimes, I think it depends on the situation when it comes to death penalty. But this but remember, is a 76-year-old fucking old lady. But remember, lady. at this point, this seventeen, this kid is saying that he didn't do it. He just robbed them. But so he's sticking with his story that... They have so many... Why would yeah, you bring knives to a robbery? If you're going in just to rob, why would you bring multiple knives? Why would you rob a church in the, like, in the first place? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sticking up for him to say that. No, oh, no, no, I know, I'm saying, like, I, I totally get it, what you're saying. But I'm saying, like, there's no excuse, bro. Like, if you're going in for just a robbery, you're going in to rob people, you're not going in to hurdle. So you should have no weapons on you, point blank, period. You're going in to steal shit, not hurt somebody. You fucked up when you even thought about going into a fucking church to steal anything to begin <laughs> with. <laughs> you don't think the Lord... Or the high power, whatever your religion belief is, is going to look at you and be like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, Dr. Dorothy Lewis, a forensic psych- psychiatrist? Yes. Yay! Uh, <laughs> believe that Johnny suffered from multiple personality disorder. Oh, no. <laughs> Johnny talked about his alternative personality, um, Aaron Shockman, to Dr. Lewis. He said the alternative personality formed after he was beaten in the fifth grade after he was allegedly sexually abused and the creation of child prefer- pornography. I'm confused by that. So what is he saying? Like somebody he, literally no, beat he, him and made him go into child no. while they beat him? So what he's saying is that when he was in the fifth grade that he got beat up so bad and he had horrible shit happen to him. Um, another personality kind of took over to kind of protect him. Right. So the other personality, that's when the other personality developed is after he experienced stuff um, in the fifth grade. Okay. That I can understand because I've seen that in a lot of things and that I can kind of understand. Like, and certain, not saying that I you know, I understand why he did the thing that he did, because my thing is always, why would you rather do onto others what was done to you? If you know that it hurts, 
yeah why do it to others be better than them exactly um but and a lot of things that i have read watched listened to and shit like that like a lot of people do that with even like females who really were just raped once they go into this other personality self-defense thing when even when they go out on dates it's just like self-defense another personality takes in it i get it but at the same time it don't give you a reason to fucking go and kill somebody and rape them and everything else do better um Dr. Lewis said that he was more scared of the footage seeing the light of day than being executed. So he was, remember, he was talking about somebody filmed him in for child pornography. So he was more scared. So he was raped? Um, I guess a lot of shit happened to him when he was in the fifth grade. Uh-huh. And he was worried about that footage coming out than actually being executed. Mm. So he well, had like that's great. He's still a baby. Yeah, so he had mind, so, so he's according to him, he had like a lot of like horrible shit. Which is if it's true, it's just you know, so bad and horrible. I know. Um, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, I mean dude, you're what, eighteen at this point, seventeen. You should know by now. From the fifth grade to your eighteen, you sh- come on. You know right from wrong. Um but even at this point, he's still saying, like, he did not kill the nun. He only rocked. He never changed up his story. But why would they find one of his knives from his house underneath yeah. the bed with his fingerprints on it? If you're going to just rob, why would you bring a weapon to kill? Well, he has to have the knife to cut the screen. You can't just pop a screen out or bust through that bitch with your fucking fist. <laughs> I work, I work with houses like that. It's easy to fucking bust the screen. You don't need a fucking knife. <laughs> um, listen, I know. I'm just saying, like, it makes no sense to me. Um, she said a reason that he wasn't scared. He wasn't scared was because another alleged alter personality. Um. That other alter personality was his his dead aunt Barbara. Well, dear aunt Barbara, um, she kept insisting that she would save him from being executed. Mm, Barbara, <laughs> Doctor Lewis testified before the before a clemency, yeah, um, board that John was. I'm so sorry. But the clemency was denied. Uh, a week later, after Doctor Dr. Lewis tried to stop his execution, Johnny died by lethal injection on February 11, 1992. For in, for 11 years, he maintained his innocence. His innocence. He was 28 years old when he was executed. Johnny's last meal <laughs> was ice cream. Some say his last words were. I'd like to thank my family for the for loving me and taking care of me and the rest of the world can kiss my ass. Okay. Uh, his sisters believe that he is still innocent. They think another man did it because the man killed a seventy seven year old the same way. Yeah, well so what the, man? I I can't remember if I put the name down, but I guess there was another person that I believe 
I can't remember if it's been a while since I wrote the story. I believe, um, like, this person was already in jail at the, um, when Johnny was already, like, in jail and stuff like that, but they found another person who was murdered the exact same way as the nun, and they truly believe that this person killed the, um, killed the sister, and, um, Johnny was just, when he left too much evidence there when he was robbing them, and it just kind of made it look good for him. I don't know if Johnny did the murder, or and the other guy did it, or, you know, or if he actually did do the, you know, rob them and murder. I don't know. It was, but I know. Like, I'm low-key on Johnny's side. I really am, because a part of me says, no, he don't. But without too much, like, there, yeah, ev- there's too much evidence coming at you. Was this a type of situation where the cops were only focused on you and only you, because where they could not care? Good, yeah, they didn't yeah. care about looking at any other evidence and taking time and doing that? What is the situation? I mean, right now, you look guilty as fuck. But if you're, even your sisters, like, if... Like, my brother. Like, if someone came up to me and the police were like, oh, your brother beat the shit out of this guy, I'd be like, okay, I could see that. But to kill somebody, I don't see my brother doing that. Yeah. I, so, I kind of go with the, and it's not just one sister. It's more, it's a sister. So, it's yeah. multiple sisters. They have to know, at least, something isn't fitting right in this situation. Yeah, this, this story was like, it was kind of went back and forth, like, you know, Maybe he, you know, he did do the, you know, rob the place, but he didn't commit the murder. Maybe he did both. It's one of those, like, it, you could see it kind of both, like, both ways. But either way, like, you know, it's... I mean, okay, the thing is, it's it's a very odd coincidence. Okay, say he even took a knife to cut the screen, to get, break a lock, whatever. He needed the knife to do whatever to right. get in. Okay. What's the coincidence that you dropped your knife up underneath the bed and you hauled ass and left? And the next person that came in after you had a knife that because they said they found what two, two knives? One was in the driveway, one was underneath mm-hmm. the bed. What's the coincidence that another person just happened to come in and on the way out after on the, strangling, on the, raping, on the same and killing day that her? He just happened to rob, yeah. yeah, and dropped their knife in the driveway. I mean, it's confusing as fuck. I feel if he was innocent as hell, I feel truly sad and bad for him having to be put to death. Because, like I said, the death penalty for me is a hit and miss. I'm sorry if you abuse a child for any reason whatsoever. You deserve it. I don't care. Like, you're a disgusting motherfucker. They're kids. That's my personal opinion. But then there's some people who get the death penalty that literally don't deserve it. There was, I remember reading a story where there was a guy that was literally looking at the death penalty and he said for years that he was innocent. He went out to the presidents and everything asking for help. They ended up executing him. So many years later, they ended up finding out that he was innocent. You killed an innocent man. What the fuck? All right, we gotta take a quick break and then we'll go back and we'll finish up. Johnny's appeal, Johnny's appeals attorney Jeff Blackburn also believes that he was wrongfully executed. 
Jeff says, I'm not saying that he didn't break in there. I'm not saying that he didn't murder the nun. But what I am saying is that he was not guilty of raping her. And I will always be convinced of that. I think that now if we were able to use science that we have with DNA testing, I think he would be exonerated, mm -hmm. is it, um, of, the, of that crime. Johnny's sisters said he will continue, they will continue to fight to have his name cleared. The man they believe did actually murder is still in prison. He is in prison for murdering the 77-year-old. I must not be a, I don't know why I didn't put the name. That was like a little... That's okay. That's something that we can look up to and do a little update on. Because yeah, that was our main story, so... Yeah. Alright, so our little crime stories that we have. This one takes place in South Korea. A 40-year-old man bought a toy knife into a bank. Okay, this one, we're not really sure if we've already read this one before, if we just talked it over or whatever. Um, I've already said this in pretty sure one or more um, episodes. You might get a repeat of crime stories. Wait, if we just repeat that crime story, it's just because we are just fascinated by the damn thing. We try not to repeat them, but you can only find so many crime stories, so you might get a repeat of one or two or so, or a couple, whatever. Um, <laughs> so this one, there again, it takes place in South Korea. A 40-year-old man bought a toy knife into a bank in 2019 and politely asked for the police to be called. Four minutes later, the police showed up as he was politely waiting. The employees told the police that the man used a polite speech and actions. The man told the cops that he wanted to be arrested so that he could get medical treatment for his chronic his chronic back pain. He was unemployed and broke, and he was arrested arrest mm, arrested on charges for intimidation. Yeah. So I found this case in a in an article um, that was for like young criminals. But in my opinion, this story, he's not a dumb criminal. No, he's he, fucking you know, smart about the situation. He, was in, he had a chronic pain. He needed medical help. He had no money. And and mm -hmm. he did what he did to get arrested to receive that help. That's not really dumb, in my opinion. No, it's not dumb at all. And plus, he didn't, you know, he never hurt anybody. He didn't really try to hurt anybody. He was very polite. And he waited, you know, patiently and stuff like that. So, I... I and he, he didn't even have a real knife. He had his fucking toy exactly. knife. Exactly. I don't consider it's this It's not dumb. dumb. Okay, so half the people here in Tampa that um, do, like, the, the um, that are homeless and stuff like that, they will purposely go out on the, on the corners to get arrested because in Tampa, you have to pay $10 a month to have a specific type of license for you to stand in the streets to ask people for money. If you're going to ask people for money, Tampa wants their share and that shit too, because that's just how we are. We're greedy as fuck. So, <laughs> these people stand out there and, you know, they ask for money. A lot of these people, like, when, when you ask them, they'll tell you straight up, they don't pay that $10 a month to get that little ID license thing. They will literally stand out there illegally to do it. So that way the police take them, especially down one at a time, take them to jail. Why? 
because they have a free shower. They have a nice, comfortable bed compared to what they're usually sleeping in. They get free food. Even if they're in that bitch for a week and they're fined 100 200 something dollars for going in there for illegally asking people for money, they're basically taking care of while they're in it. Right. And they're willing to do it. Yeah, they don't care. Hell yeah. So, I mean... Alright, this one takes place in Alaska. In 2018, Michael Gale Nash um, was arrested a few minutes later after robbing a bank for, for $400. Michael entered the bank and handed the teller a note that said, this is a holdup. Please put the money they want in a bag. God help us. His note was on the bank on the back of a form that had all of his... <laughs> His real personal information on it. Really? As soon as he walked in, or as soon as he walked out, he started counting the money. That's when the police arrived and arrested me. Are you an idiot? <laughs> like, damn, Michael. <laughs> I was like, rookie 101. You don't start counting the money as soon as you walk out the door, homie. Like, <laughs> Alright. That's the end of that one. 